Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Revenge games all over the NFL schedule this season as it is the longest season in history. And now it, of course, has revenge games. A beautiful day in New York City. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. And, I mean, as the schedule comes out, we always do that. And you said it earlier in the show. Both of you said it, actually, as pro athletes. You look at the schedule and you do circle games. You do look at what maybe how the, how the season could start. Yeah. That, that is something. And, again, as, as somebody who's a fan, and I was somebody in the media as well, I did it just to see where I was going to be. Like, all right, where am I going to be this time of year, this time of year? But fans look at it. And they also say, where are we going to be as a team a month into the season? Or where are we going to be when we get to Thanksgiving and stuff? But when you look at, let's say, a, a team that we're, we're, you talk about a lot as we're underestimating them. And that would be the New England Patriots. Yes. And you say, again, we underestimate Cam Newton. And we talk about him like he's a bum. But when we look at their schedule, and it's reasonable to do this because all we know is last year. Life mm. without Tom Brady. And I know they added talent. They spent a lot of money. But, Key, not internally, because we know Bill Belichick doesn't panic. But we do know that fans do. And in New England, that's a passionate fan base that already is going through anxiety because Tom Brady won a championship without them, and he'll be back in week four to celebrate that and other things in his reunion uh, in New England. But if you have Miami, okay, the Jets, week two. Saints, the Bucks again, with Brady showing up. Houston, all right, and then Dallas. At what point? Do you think that market will start to feel that anxiety of, again, life without Brady, and this is still not going the right way? As soon as Brady beats him, no matter what happens with those three games prior to Brady, as soon as Brady beats him, they're going to be screaming, ah! So that's what, the fourth game? That's Yeah, week four. Yeah, they're going to go nuts in week four. If they lose to the Bucks, oh, Belichick's lost it. Cam Newton see his hair. His, his scarves, his shoes. That's what they're going to do. Talk Mac Jones. Scarves and shoes? Because you know them. They just get to find in anything to say anything about. Once Brady, if Brady goes in there and he beats them, if they're they, going to start talking it. about, see, you got a Mac Jones right there. I mean, you got a Tom Brady right on the sideline. Mac Jones should be playing. I don't think so. I, it depends on how Cam plays in those first What he looks games. like? If he, if he looks dominant against the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Saints – and they win those games. I, I think I think he has a lot of leeway in that game. Media is always going to be media, but I mean, look, the Bucks are a better team on paper. Doesn't mean that the Patriots won't be a better team when it's all said and done. But I mean, if that's a big game for Tom and obviously going against Bill, but I don't think that's going to. If Cam plays welling up to that point, I think he'll be okay. I'm yeah. talking about the fans. I'm not talking about internally inside the organization. I'm talking about fans that already and people already don't. Like him. like you or don't want to and like don't him. want to like Tom you Brady. and you're not welcome so to speak because we know Tom and we like Tom. Tom Brady goes in there and he goes 18 to 22, 298 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, and they win the game. And uh, Cam Newton struggles and they lose the game. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be well. See, you got Mac Jones play him. See, he's a lot like that guy, Tom Brady. This is what we like. That's the reality yeah, but, of it. Yeah, but those are people that come on, man. They gonna panic. They gonna, I mean, that's what fans do each and every day. Doesn't mean. But it's that's right. what we're talking about. Yeah, that's what we're, ta- that's what but, we're talking but, about. But Jay. no, but but uh, no, I hear you. But I think it's this is such a unique thing because we haven't really had a situation, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, where a guy who was a former MVP 
comes from outside. Now, I know, again, Aaron Rodgers replaced a, a beloved Brett Favre, but he was homegrown. They drafted him. Like, that's yeah, different. Yeah. Where have we ever seen it where an all-time great was replaced by someone else who had, you know, who was an MVP, a high-caliber player, and just the fans just did not embrace him? Like, and, and he, there was nothing he could do. Like, what would it take for Cam Newton to, to be embraced by that fan base? Would it take a Super Bowl? Will it ever happen? You know, if you lose to Tom Brady, you're two and two through week four. You gotta, you gotta feel like the stories would be the Globe, the Herald. They're all gonna write the same thing. Yeah, they already got it written. Well, we learned Tom Brady. He comes in here, he wins, conquering hero. So let's, you know, we can write it in ink now. The Patriot way was Tom Brady. It's already filed away in their little file. They just got it pre-written. Yeah, it's pre-written. It's already done. They did that last week. See, do you think do you think people will recognize? I mean, I know we always talk about the greatness of Bill Belichick. Do you think people will fully recognize that if he doesn't win another Super Bowl, like wouldn't probably recognize that until he retires, right? I don't, I don't know if, if I if, quite if, understand what you're saying. If Tom, if Tom continues to win, yes, right at a high level, and say Bill doesn't win and the Pats don't a win Super Bowl, they don't, you know, they don't pan out as much. Do you think people? will probably get lost about how great Bill Belichick is because you know what people naturally do? Well, Tom was carrying most of the love. Yeah. The people who don't know, you talk about the fans, right? Well, look look at the way Tom was able to leave this team and just win. Bill wasn't able to pick up the pieces. So it's one of those things I feel like it's not until Bill will retire, if that scenario were to play out, until people are like, oh, well, Bill was the architect of it. You know how people like become more of a like, revisionist, right? Think of it this way. Yeah. If Phil Jackson went to the Lakers and never won, they would say he only could win because of Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, naturally. Think about it that way. Doesn't make it right. That's just what but, people but, naturally yeah, but, go. But, well, let's just say he went to the Lakers and Kobe and Shaq looked at him like triangle and yoga. What the hell is this? I'm not doing this. And this guy's out. See, I, I, then it, that would be the, the, the different story about Phil Jackson. See, Phil Jackson would have to go to a team that had no players, though, for that argument to be the case. Cam's a Much former like, MVP. Yeah, but, but former MVP – you got to go back and think about Tom Brady's championships from the beginning to the end. In the beginning, the defenses were winning those championships. Yes. Mm-hmm. In the middle to the end, Tom Brady had a lot of little pieces that was that was complementary of him. He had Gronk winning those pieces, and then he, he was, was making guys There's better. There's nothing there, and he was making guys better. And he was making guys better. Cam didn't have that last year at all. Right, so this I is, don't know if he, that's I why don't this know, year, though. But I don't know if they got that this but year. But that's why this is a role. I don't even know if they, they got just that. spent a ton of money. What do you mean? But I'm talking about compared to what Tampa Bay has. Oh, okay, okay. They don't have what Tampa Bay no, has. No, no, they don't. You're right. So man. it's almost like if you took Bill and dropped him in Tampa without Tom and took Cam Newton to Tampa and just replaced him. What does that look like? You got to remember. You, you got to remember what Bill and them working with. But CT, I agree with you. But you're talking it's like way NFL, better. You're talking way about, better you're players. Talking like an NFL expert. Like well, what the hell? Well, no, no. I'm saying we're talking more like the, how the everyday fan would yeah, see that. I don't, I don't think everyday fans. But the fan, the think, fan can't get caught up. Our defense carried us to championships. Like, they can't get caught it, up in that. I know, though. but the way the narrative has been built around Tom is that over time, you know, like it's like a, one of these urban legends that continues to just. Get bigger and bigger and bigger. Tom, like, Tom's done it. He's got six. Because he's, making, seven. Like, he's it, making the smart – he made the smart play by leaving New England and going to Tampa and getting on a team that had playmakers so he didn't have to be stressed like he was against Atlanta in the Super Bowl hmm. or like he was against Seattle in the Super Bowl 
that they won thanks to Pete Carroll and company. Mm-hmm. So you got to look at everything. That's all I'm I saying. You. No, I'm with you. Yeah, t- you, you got to look at everything before you start saying Bill Belichick was all time and nothing. I'm Bill, just, Bill picked a lot. Bill picked. I understand. I'm just those players too. Everyday now. fans starts to look at it. I'm going to say something that that uh, Amon Green said earlier in the show of what Brian Gutekunst told him. Key, you you know too much. That's why you can't relate to what we're saying, right? Like, honestly, you're too qualified to understand this type of a point because it is the it, it is going to be the pressure of the fans as I'm looking at the schedule. And you're saying they're not going to panic. They're not going to do this. But, again, no, I ain't the perception the fans, no, I'm not is going that, to be. And the I'm intensity not saying the fans are going to panic. Remember, I'm the one that said in week four, if Tom goes in there, they're going to go crazy. Oh, yeah, they're going to go nuts. Whether they're 3-0 and or they're 2-2. Yeah. and two, what, If Tom Brady – Goes to New England and he wins that game. Even if the Pats are three and zero, they're gonna act like the sky just fell. Because the reason you lost is that quarterback didn't do, couldn't beat Brady. You got a Brady number two right there. You won't play him in Mac Jones. Why would you so, take him at fifteen? And it makes a, no sense. So You're losing it. You're getting senile. Only way Cam Newton can ever be endeared to the fan base is by yeah. winning a Super Bowl, pretty much. And would that even do it? Would that, that do it? No, that would that, that would, would do it. That would we like you do it. That, that would do it. But it's never going to be. We love you, Cam. Because he he because he's not ever going to win six Super Bowls. I, I, I know, I know. <laughs> if somebody came in there and won three, they'd be like, "Oh, he cool." You can't get to six. You would, six is it's greater. Like the same way you look at LeBron but, with the Lakers, right? Like, it, I, what did I say? I said, yeah. "Man, I like LeBron, but LeBron got to get he's not. He got to get me another one. You my dude and all." You got to get me another one, and then if you get me like maybe four, we can put you on the backside. Damn, four. But wait, hold on. What? Maybe four if you get me four, we can put you on the backside of Staples Center statue where the v, where the valet comes where the in valet at. Is in the yeah, back. in the backside. Nobody sees that. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's amazing. That's it's crazy, but no, no, that's. But you're right because you know why? Because that shows you how much history. Yes. That yes. that franchise has. Yes. Mm-hmm. I actually think that if Cam Newton wins one Super Bowl. It would be almost as remarkable as Tom winning six because of what he's following and how difficult that is. Yeah, that's a that's a hard follow. It would be remarkable. One hundred percent. It's a hard follow. And, and when you when you follow somebody who has done something legendary wise, it you, you and everybody you're, you're, staring you're at you going, "You're not yeah, him." You're you're losing. Yeah. You're coming into a losing position to start. Everybody that's the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. They start off by losing. It's like every Bulls player. I you mean, start off, yeah. yeah I witnessed this, right? Just yeah, man. Come on, like, man. Why, you can't sit in Michael Jordan's locker. Yeah, it's over. Nobody can sit in that locker. It's over. You like, in a damn okay, a like, losing never proposition. Had a yeah, it's totally a losing proposition. The only way you could do it, the reason Rodgers was able to hit in Green Bay, because Brett Favre only got one, and Rodgers was able to get one and capture all the records just like Brett Favre. If Rodgers never got any, but he was still gunslinging and doing this. People like, Pfft. but he was homegrown though. That's that different. Matters, uh, right? I, you follow the legend. The the reason Steve Young is able to wipe the monkey and take the monkey off his back because he won, and he was good at it, and he's a Hall of Famer. That's otherwise true. they'd be like, man, come on, man. Yeah, Steve Bono could never, right? I mean, like <laughs> Steve Bono. Steve I'm just Bono. saying, <laughs> never. But you're right. Make you forget about Joe Montana. Some people may have forgotten about Joe Montana because of Steve Young. Yeah, very true. Some, not all. Some a whole other generation, right? Yeah, they're the, like, yeah, Joe's good, but and that's how it is with these legends. Can you imagine again that that the panic it's meter, hard. 
the, all the calls, which when I would go up with, with my son for hockey on weekends and he'd play and I'd sit in the parking lot and I'd have EEI on, W-E-E-I, and the, the calls about the Patriots Dude, the just panic are, are so uh, entertaining. Is falling. Oh, but it's just hysterical. The panic would start if they lost to the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, yes, Week but one. I'm assuming that they're not <laughs> going game. to. I'm assuming they're not going to lose to the Dolphins. I know. I'm just saying, what if they do? On yeah, that, what if they do? Game? Exactly. Like, what on, on that point, we go to the calls. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Shamin is calling from Miami, and we're talking about panic or hype. Shamin, what do you have with the Dolphins? Morning, guys. Morning. How y'all doing today? Good. What's up, man? Not much, not much. One quick comment to Key. I was listening to LZ last night, and Uh-oh. he did a killer, killer Key impression, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that got my day going. And uh, and then also Jay Will, man, I also want to mention, I went to West Windsor Plainsboro High School and was a couple years older than Bynum and uh, Dante Jones. All right. We all have the same barbershop in Heightstown. So right. little shout-out to the touching area. And Respect. question for you all, I'm hyped about the Dolphins. I'm thinking that uh, they're doing what the Jets hadn't done in the past, which is Coach Flo and the gang have been building a real organization here over the last several years, and I think this might be the year we might actually make the playoffs. What do you all think? Yeah, it, it, I, I like what they've been able to do. I just I don't know about the quarterback. That's my only concern is what is Tua really. Is it, you know, And I think we'll see a lot more this year than we did last year. Yeah. Because in some games, they needed to bring in a 40-year-old quarterback to bell him out because a young guy couldn't get it done. It's magic. And and the fact that there's rumors floating around that Deshaun Watson was pursued to a degree and maybe there's a landing spot there for Aaron Rodgers tell me that they're not 100% sold on Tua even though they didn't draft another quarterback. They moved out of the spot. Yeah, but it definitely is kind of – show improved time for Tua and obviously for the Dolphins as well as they continue to grow. That's one market, but we've been doing market madness. That's coming up in a minute. Kayshawn, Kayshawn, I did it. Jeez. I did it. I did it. Call him key. I was about to go KJ. All right, Coach, and All right, Coach Vermeule. Dick Vermeule. It's been a day. Is it Friday yet? Kayshawn. Kayshawn, J. Will, J. Will Zubin, presented and, by Progressive Insurance. Alan Han in for Zubin. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. And you also listen to Tupac. Kush. <laughs> Kush. Jeez. <laughs> Case shot. Oh, man. I love it. Jacob DeGrom. Come on, CC. Get out of here. You don't even know where the club is. Alex Ovechkin. Alex Ovechkin. See, I mispronounced my name on purpose. You didn't even catch that? Just yes, to, like, I make it. up for it. I always struggle with that. Oh, well. Andy Poland joins us from ESPN 630 DC, the sports capital, to talk about DC sports and the biggest stars in that market. Again, market madness, that's what we're doing, going around 16 different markets around the country. We're finding out who are the biggest current stars right now, current players right now in each market. Then the number one from each will put them into uh, a bracket, and you, the listeners, you, the viewers, will get to vote on that, and we'll see who's number one in the entire country so, Andy, good morning. So, who do we have out of D.C.? Good morning. Uh, well, you know, it's, it's an interesting situation here, and I debated whether to put them in the top three, but the two top sports stars in D.C., 
One of them's in his 70s. The other is in his 60s. The <laughs> 70-year-old guy hasn't left his attic in 15 months. And the other one kind of makes pit stops here in between his homes in Arizona and Chicago. So Tony Kornheiser and Mike Wilbon, you know, if they wanted a table at a restaurant, I don't think there'd be any problem. Tony hasn't been in a club since the 70s anyway, but uh, I I had to eliminate them because they wouldn't be able to do either of the two criteria there, right? Can't say that about Mike Wilbon, no. That's my man. Oh, okay. (laughs) So who do we have? Anyway, all right, so at number three, and even though we've had the Capitals win the Stanley Cup and the Nationals win the World Series, this remains a Washington football town. And even though he's only been here for a year, the impact he's made has been unbelievable. That's Trey Young. Trey Young could get a table anywhere. He would not have to stand in line at the club. And he's not only doing car commercials, he's doing car commercials for the local Mercedes-Benz dealership. So uh, I would put him at number three. Now, Max said Scherzer. Tra- just to be clear, again, we're around the country. You said Trey Young, but you mean obviously Chase. Chase, Chase Young. Did I say Trey Young? Yes. Yeah, Chase Young. Just wanted to make sure we were clear. I was like, uh, "Are we in the Atlanta market?" Because I'm getting confused. Or, or was I didn't know that Chase might have had a nickname, but I just wanted to make sure. All right, yeah, Chase well, Young. Yeah, you know, they, they, the Hawks just uh, just came back against the Wizards last night, so I'm a bit familiar. But your, yes, uh, you. uh, you're absolutely you're absolutely right. Okay. Uh, it is Chase Young, and and my bad on that. Uh, Max Scherzer, I put it number two. Uh, he came here from Detroit, and maybe along with Reggie Jackson, the greatest free agent signing. Hmm in the history of baseball, and uh, he's a guy who gets out. You know, you'll see him at the Caps games when they're in the playoffs, and uh, he's the leader of the team, even though he's a pitcher and uh, spends most of his time sitting either in the bullpen or on the bench, but uh, I would put him at two. And then at number one, even though that this is not really a hockey town, it's Alex Ovechkin, and in his case, he doesn't have to go to the party. The party comes to him. He led the greatest celebration we have ever had in this town or maybe in any town when the Caps won the Stanley Cup. They would post where they were on Instagram, and people would come to meet them. That's how big it was. The not-suck season. I can't say the entire thing, but that's one of the best phrases ever. Wouldn't you say the biggest snub here is Bradley Beal? Oh, yeah, where's Beal? No Russell yeah, Westbrook. Yeah, and, and I, I, I knew we, I knew we'd talk about him, and certainly he should be in the conversation. The issue is this: he's a family guy, and while he's involved in a lot of social causes, he led uh, one of the marches in the Black Lives Matter movement last year. He's not really one of those guys that's that visible in town. And uh, just until this recent run, the Wizards have been kind of off the radar. And if you had to only pick three. I'm not so sure I could put him in with these three. Where would the great hair of Bryce Harper ah, yes. and John Wall be if they were in D.C. still? Yeah, Harper for sure would be in there, and Wall was known to be frequent in the clubs, mm. but uh, <laughs> somewhat of a polarizing figure uh, in town, I think, that, that there were a lot of people who did like him and a lot of people who did not, and there was also reported friction with Bradley Beal, so – uh, I think two of those guys, both those guys would be in the conversation. Certainly Harper, who was uh, probably the, the biggest star in town uh, for the four or five years that he was here. Mm. All right, real quick. So, so is Harper now a villain or is he still somewhat loved? Yeah, he, he gets booed yeah. every time he, he comes back. Uh, he greeted everybody with a big home run <laughs> the other night. But, uh, you know, in, in retrospect, it was the right move. They offered him a contract that they knew he wouldn't accept. They offered him $300 million, and the owner of the team, Mark Lerner, said, 
they'll probably get 400 somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And they moved on because they knew they had Juan Soto, who they could get on a you know rookie deal, and uh, and he's been better and was terrific when they made their World Series run. Mm. All right, well that's that's your list. I love the fact that this is today. We had St. Louis, we had DC, and we got hockey players in the top three. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's 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 he is. Look, the two best athletes that have ever played in this town were Walter Johnson and Sammy Baugh. Walter Johnson pitched his last game in 1927. Sammy Baugh played his last game in 1952. Alexander Ovechkin is is at least number three to those guys, and almost nobody can remember seeing either Baugh or certainly Walter Johnson play. Amazing. Andy, thank you so much. Okay, guys. All right. Alex Ovechkin, by the way. If I asked you to name a hockey player, would at least that name Ovechkin? Yeah, yeah like that's what everybody knows yeah. Ovechkin, and right? he's getting after it too. Oh yeah, he goes hard. I love the way he gets. Like after. he's been going hard for a while now, but he's also he's a dad, he's a family man too. But still, you talk about a guy that the party comes to him, like he said, party definitely comes to him. The party also comes to James Harden, good family man. as his yes, James Harden, good family man. You yes, like that family man? Yeah. I'm, I'm just you love him. Makes well, you love him. We say that when people say like it's family man, family man. <laughs> no, it's not Bradley no, Beal. Family it's man. Not, it's not doesn't get out. It's not Very offensive. Different. You were doing the other show with uh, Bart. So the I don't other know show. That you, you mean my show? Well, yeah, technically, but it it uh, we had Greg McElroy on, and he said that Trevor Lawrence was a great this and that, and he's a family man. Mm. And I, my answer would have been or was as opposed to what. Some other people aren't family men because why? Because they like to hang well, out and they don't have a family. And that's well, if you're not married what? and you don't have and kids, then you're supposed. Well, but you're but is that really, I took but, care of my whole family for a long time before I got married and had kids. I took care of my mom, and my dad. I was a family man before well, I got married. I mean, I'm not. Well, you guys are looking at me right now. It's very accusational and I'm uncomfortable. Because I'm a family man, I'm gonna be a great receiver. Like, come on, man, stop. Maybe. No, this has nothing no. to do with it. Doesn't? No. What about if your if your number or your jersey is retired at a certain club? Would that would that make you a better player? No. Your jersey retired yeah. at a certain club. Like a James Harden, let's say. Where's right? his jersey? How, or how about if your jersey was you retired that? at a certain casino, like Jordan? I mean, yeah. How about that? That, that didn't make Jordan. A no, less but it, it does player. make you a bit notorious. So, I, I, so the, the, but it also makes you somebody that you know. Again, it's it's just magnetic kind fa- of personality. Family, the, the, when people throw it out there, it's just funny. It's like yeah, I don't know why, guy, opposed I, to what? I don't know. I don't know why you find that funny, but okay, James <laughs> Harden. But, but I was trying to reference is James Harden, okay? <laughs> and he did return last night with the Nets, and just bounced right into what he was all season, which Absolutely. was pretty incredible. So we'll hear from what the Beard said after the game, after Jay has this. Well, Maybe. it would be key, I believe. It's we key. finally did got it, you. Did the key yes, have this? it is key. Yeah. This is daily. You see how you made me Sabotage. jump though, I said, ah. The 2021 NFL schedule is officially released, which means the NFL season is around the corner. Live events are making a comeback, and there's no better place to be than Vivid Seats to get back into the action. So grab your NFL tickets and cheer on your favorite team from the stands. Man, woo, I can't wait. That feels great to finally say, I can get on a plane, go see my nephew play in New Orleans, or wait for him to come play the Jets. Is it called the Meadowlands, I think it is? I can play the Jets in New York and watch him. I can go to Washington and watch him, Philadelphia, New England. I can do all those things and visit these stadiums to watch the New Orleans Saints play. That would be so, so great. Even better, earn up to 9% cash back with Vivid Seats Rewards. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today, Vivid Seats. 
Experience it live. Visit, 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 vivid. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I mean, that's it. If you think about it, 28 and 7, just when James Harden plays. 5 and 2 when all three of them play. We've only seen that seven times, but still. So he, he's been out all this time. I mean, we're talking about April 5th. So over a month, he's been out with the hamstring issue. He comes back. And he gives, and his Spurs aren't, they're not scrubs. I mean, Spurs are still trying to lock down a 7-10, right? They're still trying to get themselves a bid. So they're playing. And he gives you 18 and 11 in his first game in over a month. And that seems remarkable. So he was asked after the game, guys, if he feels like, you know, were you surprised how easy it came back for you? And here's his answer. Are you surprised at how quickly it kind of came back to you when you were back in the flow of things? Not really, not to like <laughs> brag or anything, but I'm like I really, I'm really good at this this game. You know, I study the game. I'm very unselfish. Um, I take the game and and I play it the right way every single night. So um, I don't try to do anything that I can't do or anything that doesn't benefit our team. And if that mindset right there keeps me um, in a really good place, I'm really good at this game. Yeah, that's. Facts. He oozes confidence. But it, but all them dudes, man, KD, LeBron, all they good at that. Like that's just what they do. It's Jay, no, it's, I'm good at this. You know, I said from the moment that that move went down, where Harden got to the Nets, I'm like, I haven't seen a team with three prolific scores mm-hmm. as prolific mm-hmm. as the Brooklyn Nets just got. Now you can put, I mean, there are a lot of great, you know, threesomes in the league, right? Like trios. You can put, obviously, KD, Steph. Don't say phrasing. I see you, Alan, already. KD, Steph, Clay. Right? But, I mean, the combination of what James can do with the ball and how easily he can score. Kyrie is a damn wizard with the ball. And then you've got KD, who might be the most efficient, smoothest scorer the game has ever seen. Those three together, it, that's a different threshold. No team in the league has that. Yeah, I'm thinking of the last time we saw that kind of talent on one team. You know, that, that's what I'm thinking is when have we seen that and when will we see it all together at the same time? That'd be nice too. Let's bring in Big Perk, Kendrick Perkins, who joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. 
Perg, I don't know if you heard what we played there, what James Harden said after the game last night, but in a nutshell, he basically said, you know, I'm good at this game. Like, I'm not surprised that he, after a month being off, can just jump back into it and give you 18 and 11 against, I mean, a good Spurs team. Look, I'm not surprised. I mean, James Harden is one of those guys you could drop anywhere in America. He's going to get the job done for us playing the game of basketball. I don't care if it's at the Wellness Center, the YMCA, LA Fitness. That's just what he do. Some people are just flat-out hoopers, and he's one of them. Like, you have basketball players, and you have hoopers. I look at guys like Jamal Crawford, James Harden, Kevin Durant. They they just hoopers. Like, that's what they do. That's, that's all they do is hoop. Like, it's just, it comes natural to them. Perk, let me, let me ask you what's going on with the Celtics, man. They, they 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 dropped another one last night to Cleveland. I know Jalen Brown is out for the year. I know Robert Williams is out. But, like, you know, we keep talking about it. Like, why does this team seem like they play with a lack of enthusiasm, like a lack of passion? Kevin Love made it look like it was 2010. Well, well to be honest, from watching them last night, they really don't care. Mm. Um, uh, Honestly, and, and to be honest – some of the some of the others around them are really just not good. Like, and they don't match the the level of of other role players that are consider, considered contenders. When you look at guys like Jimmy Ojale and, and Grant Williams, and you know um, those type of guys, and even even um, I mean, I don't want to say Tristan Thompson, but he's not the Tristan Thompson of old. He still have the hustle in him. But to be honest, they just don't match up well. They not they don't they not athletic, and it's crazy because they're young, but they play so old. And a part of it want to blame it on Brad, but after covering the game last night, because I do the Boston Celtics network on the side and actually cover that game, it's it's on the players. And I don't know if they have the spirit. I don't know if they give a damn. To be honest, it's like they don't enjoy one another. Key J. Everybody on here, right? Y'all, y'all know this. When y'all were playing, y'all could feel the chemistry, the camaraderie, right? Like you could see when guys are jumping up off the bench or running up and down the sideline, you know, feeling a certain type of way, happy for their teammates' success, right? That's when you knew you you were on a good team that gave a damn about winning. This Celtic team really don't care, and it showed last night. They were clearly, to me, on paper, the better team than the, what the Cleveland Cavaliers had out there on the floor. And, I mean, Kevin Love turned back the hands. That was his first 30-point game in, like, two years. <laughs> yeah. I remember last year during the season or at the end of the season, I tried to warn you and Jay Will about that window closing on them Celtics, man. You could just see it just, it just felt like something wasn't right in Boston, and then although there's injuries and stuff like that, you can still tell based on watching the game, much like you say, that it's just whatever. It's kind of like they waiting for the season to just be over with so they can turn the clock forward to next year. Well, well, Keith, look, I'm going to say this. They are missing Jalen Brown, okay? And I, and, and I get it. A lot of people say that Marcus Smart is the heart and soul of the, of the team. I think he has that. That's past due. I think it's time for them to move, uh, move, move on without Marcus Smart. Jalen Brown actually brings life to that organization. The way he plays, his spirit, his energy, his athleticism, 
he keeps getting better every single year. When Jason Tatum tends to lack at times and take possessions off, Jalen Brown is one of those guys that don't take possessions off. And so he's able to lift up that team just by his energy. And we already know what type of leader Jaden Brown is because we, we know what type of leader he is off the court, right? Every time we hear this man speak, we like, this man cannot be 24 years old leading the way like he is in the social part of the city, social part of the world. On the court, he's that same type of leader. Before when Jay when Jason Tatum was struggling, Jalen Brown the one that pulled Jason Tatum aside and said, Man, let's have a talk and pick our game up. All of a sudden, Jason Tatum dropped a 50 piece, then a 60 piece, and then he won Eastern Conference Player of the Week, and et cetera, et cetera. But Jalen Brown is so valuable to that team, people really don't realize. He's so valuable to that organization that they didn't even trade him for James Harden. So, Perk, let me ask you this. Who is an easier road to the world championship game? The Brooklyn Nets or the Los Angeles Lakers? Because I'm looking at the Lakers. I mean, Utah just lost their last two in a row to Portland and to the Warriors. Phoenix has lost the last last couple. Their defense has been dropping off. I know the Clippers are there. And I'm yeah. looking at the East being like, damn, well, Philly ain't nothing to mess around with. Like, I'm not counting on Milwaukee, yeah. but Milwaukee's still very, very yeah. talented with a team that hasn't played together. I'm starting to think that maybe the Lakers might have an easier road to the finals than the, than the Nets. And, and, Jay, you're not wrong. I 100% agree with you. When you look at, look, at this time, you want to look at teams that are thriving, right? This is when you should be hitting your peak when it matters the most going into postseason. The top of the Western Conference is looking funny in the light. The Utah Jazz, the Phoenix Suns, the Clippers – the only two teams that are pretty, like, are playing kind of good basketball are the Nuggets and the Trailblazers. And I don't think the Lakers are worried about either one of those teams, to be honest. So, but when you look in the Eastern Conference, now that's a different story because just think about this, right? Them goons from Dade County, the Miami Heat, they're starting to play basketball like we've seen of old. Jimmy Butler has has taken his game to another level. Tyler Hero, since cutting his hair, he's elevated his game back to the Tyler Hero in the bubble. And then when you look at the New York Knicks, right? New York Knicks. And I know you look at them on paper and people still keep underestimating them, but they're not backing down from nobody. And they have the firepower to compete with anybody in the series. When you look at Julius Randle, Derrick Rose, you got Reggie Bullock. You got all these guys that could go out there and score, but they hang their hats on the defensive end. And last but not least, we're not going to say that. You have the Atlanta Hawks that are being slept on. That team is very dangerous. John Collins should be up for most improved player of the year. I don't think he will win it, but he should be in the conversation. Clint Capella anchoring that defense. One of the best defensive bigs in the game today. And we know what Trey Young is going to bring to the table along with Bogdanovich. But I'm going to say this. If the Wizards get in at that eight seed, they're going to be a problem. Dangerous okay? team. With a healthy Bradley Beal. Like, no one wants to see a Russell Westbrook no. and Bradley Beal that has nothing to lose but everything to gain. Yeah, especially in the first round, right, Perk? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the thing that's that, – and I think that's to Jay's point, is that that team could be really dangerous. Perk, great stuff as always. Good to see you. Thanks so much for joining us.
Hey, I appreciate it, fellas. Thank y'all for having me. All right, Big Perk. All right, you got it. All good stuff there. All right, you know the drill. What's coming next? It's Call the Roulette, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That is next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, ESPN News. It's time for Call a Roulette. You know the rules. Don't ask us how we are. We're good. I don't want to hear any of that. Get in, say your name, and make your point and ask the question. 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. And don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Especially you, Line 5. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. It's time for Call the Roulette, 888-ESPN. Let's spin it. It's stuck? Oh, there, there it is. There it is. There it is. There's the sound. For a minute. It's really spinning in real life. Line two. <laughs> yes. It's, of course, it's right there. It's right there. Hey, it's Kareem, Kareem from Jersey. Yeah. Uh, will, 49ers, will the 49ers go undefeated this year? No, man. Undefeated. They, no, they may not even win the division. I mean, they, it's a tough division, but they're not going to defeat it. Hmm. Spin it. That's not a good way to start it out. Let's be better. That was a warm-up question. Line one. Hey, hey, it's me, Laverne, in Chicago, man. I'm on this Tebow thing. Uh, Tebow will make that team better. That's cut and dry. That's it. All right, we signed him yesterday. How is he going to make them better? I, I he just spin the wheel, hot, man. Yeah, just spin it. Yeah. I'm, this is like, come on. I'm all for Tim Tebow. He'd be better. Get it done, Tim. <laughs> Line one? Yeah, I want to see him score. <laughs> Line three? Uh, Daryl from Dallas. What up, D? What up, uh, Daryl? Keyshawn, I'm going to ask you a question, Keyshawn. Who would be noticed going in the club or being out in public? You and Magic, uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron in the state of California, I mean, and uh, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Who what? would be noticed? Who would be, Who would be the ones that? Be noticed, like you know, what I'm talking about getting in the club first. You know, like we're Have playing market madness. So LeBron last table, AD. I mean, he said, did he say magic? He said Keyshawn and Magic. Well, that's it. That's that's it. LeBron and AD. I mean, Probably I don't want. I don't want to put. I don't want to put myself in this situation. Magic ain't going no club. My hometown, so it's a little. It's tough. And Magic, well, <laughs> but, stop. But, hey, but, you see what I was doing? But, I, I'm not going to the clubs anymore. <laughs> but Magic, I could say this. At once upon a time, was. Hosting the club. Oh, I, so oh, I know. That's why. You know. It, it, Don't get yourself in trouble. It's different. It's my hometown. It's a little bit different. It's just different. It's my hometown. Next question. Spin it. Line four. Alex, Charlotte, who's going to go farther in the playoffs? The Yankees 
the Knicks or the Bears? I'm going to go Yankees. I would probably say Yankees. I'll probably go Yankees. Yankees? Is it who will win? Who will go, go further, further in, in the playoffs? playoffs? Who will go further Knicks, in the playoffs? Knicks, Bears, or Yanks? Probably Yankees. Yeah, you got to go Yankees. Yeah. Yanks. Probably go Yankees. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we all agree. Next up. I don't like this game today. This is not a lot of energy today. Not liking it. Get line five. How you doing? Lee from North Carolina. Hey, Lee. So with the NFL schedule that came out yesterday, is Tampa Bay going to New England the most anticipated game of the year? And who is going to win it? I would, say I, I would say right at this minute is the most anticipated game of the year. I personally think that Terrific Tom will go in and win a little bit. I feel that way. But then I also feel like I can't count that little dude out on the sideline with the cutoff sleeves, man. I just can't do it. Just coming up with some way that he some won't let Tom have a game, right? It's just that I know that they retooled, and I knew what they had last year. Right. They didn't have anything. They had nothing, and they were competitive at times, and they just they didn't have anything. The quarterback, it, just, it was awful. He was dribbling balls at people's feet, and even at times mm-hmm. he was dropping balls in people's hands, and they was dropping them. So it's kind of like – you know, but is that, I think, is that a game you take the under, scoring wise? It's gonna muck it up. It's gonna like be one just, of those type yeah. of games. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Go a little, town go a can go shula, off real like quick. Get, get the field all muddy and just disgusting. No, they probably won the beginning action. of the season. So, do we have another roulette? Or do you have something to say? No, I got a, another roulette. Oh, line six. Brian from Ohio. What up, B? Hey, uh, Bengals, Joe Burrow was effective with no defense, new into the system. If he's fully healthy, has slightly bit of a defense, better protection, will they be better? They should be better, but I don't know much about Zach Taylor, man. I really am not, like, sold on him as a head coach. I just, I mean, he's young at doing it. He really hadn't shown me anything when you lose players – in oh, weren't you, they? They were. Com- I mean, I know they lost, but they were competitive, competitive. in the second half of the season, yeah. even after losing Burrow. Competitive, they stayed comp- competitive. Oh, that to me, says something, though. When you competitive don't have a lot of talent, to me is like what Kyle Shanahan did when he lost all his players. Well, okay, that's competitive. Right, that's, that's a high that's level. That's figuring it out how to coach it up. Right, that's fair. But and I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I just don't. You pass on Penesu. You take another receiver. You're asking. Joe Burrow to throw the ball on his back to the receivers that you're taking instead of protecting him across the board. A ton mm. coming off that ACL, too, how he recovers from that. Yeah, let's see, see where he is right yes. physically. Yeah, no doubt about it. But I think I find them interesting for the first time in a really long time, don't you? Yeah, At least the Bengals. I just like, can't. That I like watching Joe Burrow play. I like I watching I, them I play. I can't right now. Why not? I just can't. I can't buy into it. So that's just a team you're not interested in. I'm not interested in them at all. I'm sorry. You dismiss I mean, things so easily. Yeah. Because like you're, so wasting, right? but you're so wasting my time. Like, that's, yeah, that's what abrasive. you do. Right, it's, it's abrasive. beneath me. Like, we come up, like, we were trying to tell I'm you about the Patriots and there could be panic, not, and you're not, like, I don't, I, I don't think that way. And, and somebody else came on and said, Bill Belichick's not going to panic, the same thing I said. Right. So, what? But it's everybody else around him, though. Uh, they're not going to panic. It's a certain calm you have to you're have. You're way overqualified mm-hmm. for this job. Every now and then, we panic in here. for this job. 